The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Jesus said, Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. The crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that the Messiah remains forever. How can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Jesus said to them, The light is with you for a little longer. Walk while you have the light, so that the darkness may not overtake you. If you walk in the darkness, you do not know where you are going. While you have the light, believe in the light, so that you may become children of light. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. And I, Jesus says in the Gospel, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Other places, Jesus says, I lay down my life. To Pilate, he says, you have no power over me. In another place, he says, no one takes my life from me. In our tradition from the office of noonday, from the Book of Common Prayer, we have this collect. Blessed Savior, at this hour you hung upon the cross, stretching out your loving arms. Grant that all the peoples of the earth may look to you and be saved for your tender mercy's sake. And from Eucharistic Prayer A in the prayer book, he stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. This is active voice language in the face of a means of death that was designed to render the condemned victim powerless and humiliated and voiceless. Jesus does not say, people will be drawn to me in my victim state. The prayer does not say, his arms were stretched out by the executioner, yet he is a perfect sacrifice. Neither the scripture nor the liturgical language, which gets its imagery from the Bible, will countenance the crucifixion as an event in which Jesus is a helpless and docile victim. But by all appearance, a crucified person does not draw anyone to himself. And it is the Romans who do the arm stretching, not the condemned. So this language is not sentimental spirituality. It speaks of a great reversal in a total indictment of the domination system's use of power and violence to subjugate and repress, 
Jesus declares that His dying hours on the cross will be His raising to glory. The very sight that attracts and woos the world to Him. And this is what His death was and is from the time of those at the cross through our own day. A death intended by the crucifiers to enact a stripping of all dignity, even annihilation, is for Jesus an emptying that is the fullness of life. The worst that the empire can dish out is no match for his infinite capacity for forgiveness. Jesus is put to death of his own free will, but he is not conquered and not broken. He is numbered among thousands of victims of Roman torture, but he does not surrender nor despair. His saving work continues even in dying, and dying in a way and with a power that makes this active language of laying down, rising up, drawing and stretching the very acts of love through sweat and blood and the horror of forsakenness that are his complete and eternal giving of himself in love to the world. Jesus, as the one executed, absorbs the violence inflicted on him, takes it into his very flesh, thereby exposing once and for all the illegitimacy of the belief that violence can ever be the best or final or even a good response to evil without the violent one becoming the thing being destroyed. The cross is the world's sign of future hope. The event of love and victory that prefigures the world that Christ will one day rule in glory. It is also our present sign of prophetic resistance. On this Holy Cross Day, we are witnesses to a way of life and death that regards as foolishness and futility much of how the world thinks and speaks and acts. Systems and movements and impulses to evil act within and around us, just as they did in Jesus' day. Our response is to be like Jesus's, an active present tense way of speaking and living that proclaims the new reality of reconciliation on this side of the cross and the resurrection. We are not defined by what happened or is happening to us, by the ways others define or malign us. To live as victims is to deny the power of Jesus' active resistance to the empire. We are defined by being within the, the stretched out arms, the loving embrace of the crucified, which puts down the mighty and lifts up the lowly. Some preach God's regard for humans as a clenched fist of wrath or a pointing finger of accusation. But Jesus reminds us that we are seen with eyes of compassion and forgiveness.
with arms stretched out in an all-encompassing embrace of mercy. So many do not know Jesus in this way. Many, even in the church, are caught between the false choices of running from the crises of the world into a spiritual bubble or turning the church into a humanist society that is merely concerned with fixing whatever it can. We are drawn to a Savior with whom we enter into compassionate solidarity with the suffering, a Savior who is also redeeming and will ultimately undo that very suffering that is so much a part of our world. The lifted up Jesus drawing us is inviting us into a way that faces the pain of the world, of our neighbors, our own pain, with empathy and hope. As we draw near the cross, we draw near one who knows and experiences our joys and sorrows, blessings and losses, even as he is conquering and bringing to perfection and peace all that would prevent us from knowing the fullness of that love. Stretch out your loving arms upon us, O gracious Christ. Forgive, restore, and heal us. Use us, use our arms, stretched out in love to our neighbors in your name to bring peace and hope and justice to our fractured world.